Broadcasting live from the RNR studios in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's the premier destination for an inside look into the Las Vegas Raiders. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor. Presented by Tequila Embajador. <laughs> you know, being a Raider fan for a long time, you know, 20 years of this crap is enough. You know, I'm fed up. I just want to be a part of the, 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 the moment it changes. You know, I want that so bad. And... Uh, that's what keeps driving me. You know, I get pissed off and I get upset and I, I stand up here and I've done this way too many times than I'd like to do it. Um, you know, because in my heart, um, the men in our room, the way we work, the way we go after things, it shouldn't always end like this crap. And so uh, we have another one in just a few days against a really good football team. So if we don't want to stand up here and have to do this again, we'd better get it right. That was an angry, as angry as I've ever really seen uh, him after games. Derek Carr, Raiders quarterback, after yesterday's third straight loss, 32-13 to the Cincinnati Bengals, amid another barrage of self-inflicted wounds, turnovers, penalties, extending opponents' drives needlessly uh, by careless playing, uh, an inability to run the football consistently, an inability to throw the ball downfield, an inability to put together four quarters of solid football in all phases, an inability by the offense to convert on third downs, one of seven. They're now two of 16 on third down conversions over the last two weeks. You're not going to win football games that way. You're not going to win football games uh, running half the plays compared to your opponent uh, or you know, maintaining control of the ball 20 minutes sometimes uh, less than your than your opponent, losing the turnover battle continually, not being able to convert third downs, committing silly silly uh, mistakes, penalties, mental errors. Uh, it's just not going right right now for the Raiders. And trying to put your finger on why is very difficult. By the way, you're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila Embajador, Raider Nation Radio on a Monday. It's going to be a quick week this week, no doubt about it. The Raiders got to get back at it starting today, really starting immediately after the game last night, uh, to get prepared for a quick trip to Dallas to play the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day. It doesn't get any easier, as Derek Carr mentioned earlier, or yesterday, I should say, and we're going to talk to him again tonight. That's how weird of a week this is. Um, You know, Nobody's going to feel sorry for him. Nobody's going to get it done for him. Nobody's going to give him any favors. Nobody's going to do them any favors. It's up to them. Those guys in the locker room, from top to bottom, coaches, players, assistant coaches, advanced scouts, everybody that has a hand in all of this, general manager Mike Mayock, everybody that has a hand in this, in trying to find solutions and quickly, has to work around the clock to find those solutions. Are they there? I mean, this is a team that won their first three games of the season. This is a team that finished, you know, or or played into their bye week, coming off two straight wins, two of the best performances I've ever seen this team play since I've been covering them. And talking to people uh, that have been fans of this team, or followed this team or been around this team. Those were two games, the Eagles win and the Denver Broncos win, that were as efficient and thorough as any that they've seen. These, Where is that team? What happened to that team? Do you want to blame it on the loss of Henry Ruggs? Obviously, that's played a role, but you can't be so dependent on one player that the whole thing 
uh, goes to hell in a handbasket after one player gets eliminated from uh, consideration. You know, it would have been no different had, had you know, uh, you know, Henry broken his ankle or hurt his knee and gone on uh, the injured reserve list for these next few weeks. Are you telling me that the Raiders are just going to completely fall apart after in that scenario? They were so dependent on one player. I refuse to believe that. I can't believe that. I don't think it's just the loss of, of Henry Ruggs. Is it the loss of, of, of uh, John Gruden? There's no doubt that this is John Gruden's creation, and he was the face of this offense. So everything from calling plays to designing plays to putting together game plans, would he have been able to help these last three weeks? Absolutely. There's no question about that. A different His play calling, which was high level, I, I think changes some of the way, some of the plays that were, were, were called these last three weeks. But again, you can't be so dependent on one person that it all falls apart when that one person is no longer calling plays or helping with the game plan. You can't use that as an excuse. It can't be the excuse. So what is it? Well, um, it sure would help if he could run the ball consistently. The Raiders haven't been able to do that all year. Let's be honest with it. Why is that? Well, a rebuilt offensive line coupled with some key injuries to some key players hasn't come together as the Raiders would have hoped, would have expected. It just hasn't been happening on the offensive line. Got to be able to impose your will as an offensive line. You have to be able to move people. You have to be able to create space. You have to be able to say, look, we're going to win this battle consistently up front. We're going to protect our quarterback. We're going to run the ball down your throat. We're going to, that's what we're going to do. I just haven't seen the Raiders been able to be able this year consistently up front to, to, to put their intentions on the other team. It's kind of been the backwards of that. If you can't run the ball, you can't control the clock. You can't convert short, short yardage situations. You can't keep your defense off the field. And then you're putting everything on, on Derek Carr and the quarterback. And then you take away, you know, one of his big weapons and he still can't run the ball. I mean, you know, you see where this is all leading. So, you know, was it how they were constructed? Did they take a too big a bite out of the apple on the offensive line? Yeah, it hasn't worked out the way they wanted it to. And you can't just blame it all on Richie Incognito not being out there and Denzel Good not being out there. Those were those were losses. But you're 10 games into the season. You should have been able to, at this point, overcome that. Going to go out to the Raider Nation listener line because I know fans uh, have a lot on their mind. And I'm here to listen and, and talk. And uh, uh, I'm here for you. So let's go out to the Raider Nation listener line. Uh, talk, talk to Bay Area Bob. How you doing, Bay Area Bob? Hey, man. Great. Uh, I came to the game from the Bay took my son for the weekend. I know everybody's feeling frustration and all this. I am feeling it too, but uh, take it a taco a day, man. It's, it's all going to work out. Uh, awesome stadium. That's all I wanted to say. What an awesome venue. Uh, it was my son's 13th birthday. I know we lost. 
Well, happy birthday to your uh, to your son, and I'm, I'm glad you uh, enjoyed the weekend, and uh, obviously glad you enjoyed Allegiant Stadium. It really is becoming one of the special venues uh, in, in the NFL. Uh, there's no doubt about it, but it sure would be uh, you know nicer for the fans. Um, you know, if the Raiders can deliver uh, on, on on some wins, and I, I really believe uh, that there's answers in that locker room and on that coaching staff. They just haven't been able to put it together, and that's what's really frustrating. Uh, that's why Derek Carr uh, was as angry as he was, why Denzel Perryman was as angry as he was, uh, and talking about, uh, you know, what's going on in that locker room and the anger in that locker room. It's because they know that, hold up a second here, these teams aren't, you know, necessarily crazy better than they are. The Cincinnati Bengals, they're basically, you know, uh, if the Raiders are playing right, if the Raiders are put, coming correct, if the Raiders are playing crisp, efficient football, they beat the Cincinnati Bengals. I've, I, I'm not taking anything away from the Bengals. They came into Allegiant Stadium and, and, and won the ball game. And tip of the hat to them. But they're not necessarily better than the Raiders. And that's what makes this such a frustrating proposition for the Raiders. They understand that they're shooting themselves in the foot time and time again over these last three weeks. And it's like a bad movie that's on a endless loop. You just see, keep seeing the same things over and over and over again. And that's demoralizing and it's frustrating, but nobody's going to feel sorry for the Raiders. The Raiders don't feel sorry for themselves. Time is of the essence. They're not going to call a timeout on the season so the Raiders can go uh, sit on the sidelines and get it together. They got a game on Thursday against the Dallas Cowboys. A wounded Dallas Cowboys team could be set up for, um, you know, a, a, an opportunity for the Raiders to get back on track quickly. They have to. They have to get to six and five. They have got to get to six and five as they look down the barrel of the last six games of the season. If they can get to six and five, they've got a chance. They've got an opportunity. If they get to five and six, where do you find the math to get where you want to go? Where's the math involved in that? In, in trying to create, you know, and now you have to almost win out to give yourself a real fighting chance. And there's some tough teams coming up uh, headed down the stretch here. You got to create some sort of cushion or put yourself in a position where you don't have to be perfect down the stretch. That's hard to do. There's other teams that are fighting for their playoff spots as well. They have to get to six and five, though. They have to get to Dallas and figure out a way to play good enough football to win a game on Thursday and they'll then have a little bit of time off before Washington comes to town. But they have to do it. There's no they have to, Pat Riley used to say this, you know, at some point in the season, at some point along the line, you got to plant your feet and fight for what you stand for. Because it's going to come. Adversity is going to come. The barrage is going to come. Injuries, the opponent, outside forces, all of those types of things that you have little control over are sometimes going to rear their ugly head and punch you right in those chops right across the eyes. You don't necessarily even ever see it coming. But what are you going to do? Are you going to sit there and take it, or are you going to fight back? And that's what I think the Ra or, you know, Raider Nation wants to see from their team. And fighting back doesn't mean you know fighting. It means being disciplined, 
and poised, especially in critical moments. Stop with the silly penalties. I know what Unique Ngakwe was talking about yesterday. Hey, you're taught to play through the whistle. But a rule is a rule. And referees and officials and your coaches and everybody explains to you these are the rules. You can't touch the quarterback in that situation once he's gotten rid of the ball. Two steps later, you just can't do it. That shouldn't be that hard to understand. Back out to the Raider Nation listener line. Johnny is in San Diego. How you doing, Johnny? Hey, what's up, Vinny? Nice to hear from you, buddy. Uh, I don't want. I've been a season ticket holder since 1978, and I don't want to try to put any blame on anybody. Right now, the team needs to regroup, and I think the step, the first step to regrouping is not to be a full change quarterback change to Mariota, but definitely we've been the last four years. We kick a lot of field goals. Um, in between four, uh, under 40 yards, which means that we're not being very efficient in the red zone or in the 40s. And I do believe that the teams do not respect Carr as running the ball. If they do double down on, and I've seen it yesterday being at the game, they do double down on uh, Waller and, and the linebackers and do run over to Renfro. I do believe inside the 20-yard line we do need to bring in Mariota. Um, I don't believe Carr is going to be – I'm not a Carr hater, so let's not get that out of the way. I don't believe that Carr is really our quarterback of the future. The future of the NFL is a quarterback who can move a little bit, and we don't have that. Um, Carr's got very stiff hips. Uh, For some reason, for being a fast guy, he's not elusive. But inside the 20, we need to bring in Mariota. I don't believe Mariota is the answer to the Raiders' problems long-term. But inside the 20-yard line, I do believe that he will command some respect on some running plays. And there are times like on a third and Ten or third and sixteen inside the forty, you could bring a guy like Mariota in. I'd love to keep Carr in. Um, I do believe that coaching is not like it was when Gruden was in there. But positively, we do have a playoff team. We beat playoff teams. The bottom line is is that it, once we cross that forty, there's a time to bring in Mariota um, because he does possess a. You know, this guy gets hurt a lot. That's why I don't want him long term. But he does possess uh, something that Carr does not have when we get inside the 40. So um, that's something, I mean, I mean, again, being a longtime season ticket holder, I love this team more than anything. And Derek Carr, is a, he's, a, he's a baller, but I just don't believe he's a quarterback of the 2020s. The, you see the guys coming up like Burrow um, that, are, that can pass and run, and that's what the Raiders need to look into. Um, but you know what? I'm going to be there every game. I've come from San Diego for every game, and uh, I do believe that we do have the answer in the room with Mariota to make the playoffs. And then at that point, our defense can take us the rest of the way. Defense wins Super Bowls. They always do. And our defense is top-notch as long as they're not out there for 40 minutes. Vinny, I love your show. God bless you. All right. You too, brother. Thank you very much, um, Johnny in San Diego. Uh, and I agree. I think, you know, um, is, is is Marcus Mariota the answer to everything? No, but when you're two of 16 on third down conversions over the last uh, two weeks, something's got to change. And, and Mariota, you know, we saw it in the season opener when he came on the field and busted a 30-yard run on his only run of the year, I believe. He might have had one more since then. Um, but, but you know when when he when he converted that 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 long run on a third and short it showed you what he was capable of doing it's not not sitting here saying that Derek Carr needs to be replaced by Marcus Mariota anything but 
but you know, with the, with the way things are going on third downs right now, and and take out the penalties; those are not Derek Carr's fault <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, the 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 movements and just a silliness and and lack of um, um, poise uh, with the illegal procedures and those type of penalties in those third and short situations. Take those out; that's a whole other issue that needs to get rectified as well. But uh, too many times on these third down situations, and especially these third and shorts, uh, the Raiders haven't been. And here's the thing, too. And this isn't Derek Carr's fault at all either. But right now, the Raiders can't run the ball consistently. I think mo- the majority of the problem is the offensive line. And uh, they they just haven't gotten the job done. End of story. With a running quarterback in there on those third, uh, you know, third down situations that could also throw the ball, and, and, and defenses have to respect that as well, uh, that that changes things a little bit and and it's it, it it forces teams to have to account for one other player and so that not only frees or, or potentially frees up Marcus Mariota to run with it on a first down but the RPOs where he's putting it into the gut of a running back uh, that helps free the running buck up if it's read correctly as well so it it helps open up some room for the running back as well if you're going to run it or it could open things downfield in an RPO situation to throw the ball as well it just opens up the menu a little bit more and and right now because of the way the Raiders are struggling in that key situation I keep repeating this two of 16 on third downs in the last two weeks that's you know you're not going to win football games by being that efficient on a key situation uh, you know not only does it just stall drives and prevent points which that's what this game is all about but it doesn't extend drives and so by that you're going to have to, because of that, you have to pump the ball, and now your defense has to go back out there. Uh, and and as Johnny p- mentioned, you can't keep putting your defense in those positions over and over and over again because there's going to be a breaking point. And we've seen that breaking point these last two weeks when, oh, genius, the end of games, the fourth quarter. You know, when the defense's tongues are, are, are hanging off the ground, um, that's when – the Baltimore, or excuse me, that's when uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, that's when the Kansas City Chiefs made their final runs, their big runs to turn close games into blowouts. Those were all, both of those games were close games. The Giants game was a close game. But there's a breaking point for your defense if you're asking them to, to, to go out there an inordinate amount of times. And that's where the Raiders are right now. So if Marcus Mariota, in a very, you know, uh, confined kind of a role, situationally, can lend a helping hand, doesn't it behoove the Raiders to consider that more? If it's going to, um, you know, uh, negatively affect Derek Carr, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see that anyway. I don't think that should be a consideration. I don't think it is a consideration. I think at this point, listen to what Derek's talking about. You know how sick and tired he is about going up to the podium talking about losses. You know how much happier he would be getting to go up to talk about a win, uh, you know, uh, at the podium, even if it means, you know, uh, uh, passing the baton for a play here or a play there in a situational um, sequence and and talking about how great Marcus was in that sequence. It's not necessary. It's not even a, a knock at him. Uh, it's It's an acknowledgement that right now, because of, you know, what's not happening on the offensive line, some of the personnel losses that they've experienced in terms of their weapons, uh, they're they're just not the same offense. So what do you do if you're not the same and you're not able to to uh, 
to perform or to or to uh, uh, create a path to victory the way you ideally want or the way you sort of set out to do. If that avenue has been closed off, you find another avenue. And if it means using Marcus Mariota in situational uh, football, then so be it. You have to uh, at least consider that. And as Derek Carr, the starting quarterback, he has to be okay with that. And I think he will if it leads to success, which I think it actually has a good chance uh, of doing. Back out to the Raider Nation listener line. Central Valley Raider is on, or excuse me, Passionate Raider is on the line. How you doing, Passionate Raider? Vinny, man, what's up, man? Hey, great questions yesterday. And great questions in the room yesterday, man. I really like that, man. But hey, I got a couple things I want to I want to ask you. I got a couple. I got four points I want to hit on real quick. One, I don't think there is anything. I don't think a car hater exists. Because I know for a fact, I do not hate on the man. When I watch every single game, every single year, I do not wish that man to go out there and play bad. I cheer for him every snap. I want this man to make the right decisions. Raider Nation cannot control what Derek Carr does on that field. We speak our minds because we want to see success. Number two. Why did some of these players – this is getting me back to thinking again, Vinny, is why did some of these players want out of Oakland so – one out of Oakland and Vegas so bad? Our line, Hudson, just things that was, was thrown around out there during the offseason of, of, of the stuff that was going on with this remake, revamp offensive line. I know I remember hearing Jacobs talking about it. He was a little sketchy about it. You know, there's a lot of things that wasn't, that wasn't properly planned out the way that they thought it. But, but Vinny, this is, it, it just goes back to, again, Vinny, to the coaching. All this stuff that we are talking about, all this stuff that's happening on the field, all this stuff that we have been watching comes from the coaching. Because look at, look at this is the way I look at it. You had a thing happen with Gruden. Gruden resigns. You've got two other coaches on that team who have been head coaches on NFL football teams, and you've got Rich Passacci, who has been a special teams coach for, what, 15, 7, 20-something years, whatever it is. But you had two head coaches who have coached, and you chose to bring up the assistant with two head coaches. And we are seeing right now that that was a bad mistake. So that goes back to my main point is this has to come from the head down because who made that decision to put Rich as the head coach? And okay, a couple, not, couple, maybe- couple, couple thoughts, uh, passionate Raider, and uh, I, I appreciate uh, the passion. Uh, I truly do. Couple thoughts. Uh, as far as the offensive line, the Rodney Hudson thing and the Gabe Jackson, those guys didn't want to leave. They didn't. You know when they wanted to leave? When the Raiders said, hey, look, we're up against the salary cap. We got to go get uh, – we have uh, holes to fill defensively. We're going to need you to take a pay cut and restructure your contract. They said, mm, no. And um, and you know what? They have that right to do that. So it wasn't like, hey, knock, 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 knock on Mike, Mike Max uh, and John Gruden's door. We want to get traded. No, it was the Raiders needed them to take a pay cut. They weren't willing to do that. And so the only other alternative was to either release them or trade them, and, and that's what they did. Um, secondarily, in re, in regards to Basaccia, the thought process between uh, you know for for, for uh, installing him, instilling him as the head coach was this: they didn't want to make a huge disruption on what Gus Bradley was doing overseeing the defense or.
Olsen overseeing the offense. So in reality, what you have is this. You have a head coach of the defense in Gus Bradley. You have a head coach of the offense in Greg Olsen. Rich Basaccia is the guy that, uh, you know, he's he's doing his special teams as well. Uh, but he's the guy that decides, you know, whether to go for it, uh, whether to throw the red flag, the bigger decisions. Uh, but they felt like the path to least resistance and the most efficient way to handle this was to not disrupt Gus and what he was doing with the defense uh, and Greg and what he was doing with the offense. Um, so I think that was the thought process. It had nothing to do with their thoughts on Greg Olson or their thoughts on uh, Gus Bradley. It was how do we do this without causing major disruption in every area of this football team without John Gruden. So um, I can't say that I disagree because I wrote at the time that was the best way to go uh, because it did cause the least uh, disruption. And I, you know, whatever these coaches are doing, ultimately you can't jump off sides. (laughs) You know, you can't, um, you know, uh, knock yourself into the quarterback two steps after he throws the ball away. Those That's on the players, um, and they have to take accountability uh, for that. Whether this is the right coaching staff moving forward, I don't have the answers for that. But when it comes to what is going on on the field right now, so much of that is what the players are or aren't doing and some of the silly mistakes uh, that they're making. That includes some of the turnovers by Derek Carr. We're going to go out to the Oyo Hotel, or the Oyo uh, where our good friend Q Myers is holding it down. Q, I know uh, Raider Nation is uh, is heated right now and passionate right now. We totally get that, and we're here for them. Um, what are your thoughts, my friend, and, and how are you doing over the o- o- Oyo today? Uh, everything's going well at the Oyo, man. We're hanging out, ready for Monday Night Football. Just been watching this uh, really good human interest story on, on TV uh, before the Buccaneers take on the Giants here for Monday Night Football. But, yeah, man, everything's going. People are starting to roll in. we got a lot of prizes, and, of course, we're nation is on edge today three game losing streak that's what's gonna yep. happen um I'm, I'm not sure how they get this thing turned around quick fast in a hurry but uh, they only got a couple days you pointed it out a couple times in the media sessions both last night and today hey man you only got a couple days to, to get this thing figured out as you're back on the field on thursday against dallas a very tough team on the road so uh yeah just kind of letting everyone vent and let the let their feelings out today and 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 then start to move on q sometimes when you leave town and get away from it all And uh, even on a quick trip like this to Dallas, where you really have no time to really think about things, uh, sometimes that could be a little bit therapeutic when you get away from it all and and the family and everybody else and all the thoughts and holding your uh, home court advantage, all that kind of stuff. Sometimes there's a uh, liberation uh, to that. Is there any chance that that could happen with with the Raiders this week? Yeah, you know what's funny is I don't think that they're going to win this game on Thursday. I just don't. But with that being said, I feel like that there's a real good chance that we might all of a sudden on Friday and, and next week be talking about, wow, I didn't see that win coming because Dallas has a, you know, they're down a couple wide receivers. Uh, Mari Cooper's out. Looks like, uh, uh, looks like CD Lamb's going to be out too. He's in concussion protocol. Those are two major players that are gone from your team. And, and, you know, they might go out there, and Ed Graney said it earlier, go out there and play desperate. If they go out there and play desperate, like you said, get away from everything, kind of clear their mind and just go play ball, don't worry about what we're saying on the radio or you're writing on the page. And, you know, it's just – they could go out there and just really ball out, and then all of a sudden we're talking about, well, when you guys thought they didn't have it, they have it. I mean, you know, things happen like that in the game of football. 
Yeah, absolutely. And we'll see. Uh, there's plenty. Of, there's still time left, but I, I, I really contend, uh, Q, that they need to get to 6-5 and five and they need to get there in a hurry. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about it. And so we'll see what happens. We'll find out in a matter of days. I mean, you'll be flying out to Dallas. I'll be flying out to Dallas. And uh, Thanksgiving Day, uh, they'll be on the field trying to pick up that sixth win of the year and, and, and get above 500 and stop the bleeding because right now, man, it's, it, they're hemorrhaging. They really are. All right, man. Hey, uh, keep it up. We'll check back in with you just a little bit later, man. All right. Well, hey, before I, before I go, I do yeah. want to let everyone know that I am here at the Oyo Hotel and Casino at the Underground Lounge. We got a lot of prizes on the table. I even have a Modelo Raiders football. You want that? You need that. I mean, I would say give it to your kids, but this is nice. Keep it for yourself. Be selfish. Keep it. Uh, I got the cups. I got the T-shirts. I got the koozies. I got some uh, some Hooters calendars for 2022 so you can start to plan your calendar, put all the important dates out, free agency, the draft, you know, all that good stuff, Super Bowl. We got everything, man. You just need to come on by, hang out, plus Monday Night Football, great location, lots of great food and lots of great drink specials, and I'll be checking in with you for a, f- a few. I just fumbled the ball, so there you go. That's how it goes. When it's bad, it's bad, brother. I just fumbled. All good, man. <laughs> Interact with the show. Text Vinny at 69187 or tweet at him at Vinny Bonsignor. This is In the Huddle with Raiders beat writer Vinny Bonsignor. What's good, Raider Nation? Welcome back to Raider Nation Radio 920 AM on a Monday. I know you're feeling it. It's tough right now, but got to get through it in a hurry. Game against the Dallas Cowboys on Thursday. And nobody's calling any timeouts on the, for the Raiders right now. Got to get after it. Back out to the Raider Nation listener line. Central Valley Raider is on the line. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Vinny. How you doing? Thank you for taking my call. You got um, it, brother. Hey, just a couple things. I, I listen to you all the time, probably about 98% of the time, you know, as I'm driving, coming home from work. And uh, I rarely get to call in. This is my first time. So you're in there. You're in the building. You get to, uh, you know, see these players in person. My my question is is when you see the when you see Carr yesterday and you could see you visibly frustrated, uh, you know I, you were just saying this too. I guess in my mind I'm thinking why if they're for the betterment of the team, he know he is not performing to the best of his ability. Why is he not saying maybe we need to to you know uh, light a fire on the offense? Maybe we need to do what everybody's requesting that we put Mariota in there. You know that's that's one thing, but the other thing is is it, it Olson has been a, in a coach in this NFL for many years. We have two running backs, Drake and Jacobs, that can catch out of the backfield. We even had Monroe, who's a tight end, who played fullback when um, Alec went out. And why can't we put two uh, you know uh, running backs in the back that can cap, catch passes? And we have two tight ends, Waller and McGrow, going against a 29th-ranked pass defense, and we couldn't do anything. I didn't even mention the wide receivers that we have. Jackson is non-existent. The guy's probably going to ask for his release soon because we're not using him. I mean, the, the excuse that he doesn't know the playbook is now a joke. I mean, the guy is a veteran. There's, you know, you run, you run slow goals, you run certain routes a certain way, just be there. I don't know what's going on, but honestly, I, I don't hate Carr. I am from the Central Valley. I, I'm a Fresno, uh, Fresno State supporter where he went, but I think it's time to move on. I think it's, it, you can see that he has no mobility, and every time he starts to roll out and he starts pointing like he's telling players to, to move, 
they're not moving because they all know that it's he's going to throw it away anyways. And I hate to say that, but I don't know. It just goes back to your vibe, what he's getting in there. I mean, I know he's a competitor, but are we going to be stuck with him? I mean, is he still going to come up to the podium and say he's trying his best? It's all on me. I mean, there's no shot of us ever getting another opportunity of a quarterback in there, right? Well, uh, not not this year. And I think that, um, you know, uh, I, I think you roll with Derek Carr until further notice without question. And he is under contract till ne- through next year. Not sure, you know, where that's all headed. Uh, I think there's a lot of, um, I think a lot, there's a lot of, I, I think everything's on the table uh, right now for the Raiders. And I think a lot of it's going to be predicated, if we're being honest, on what happens over these next you know, seven games and or, or so. And I think that um, I, I think the people that need to know where this thing is headed or make the decisions on where this thing are headed is headed are going to have a pretty good idea by the end of the season in, you know, what direction to take. So and I don't think that replacing Derek Carr right now is the answer. Um, you're, you're, the, 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 the ship is too far off the coast <laughs> for that to happen right now. But I do advocate utilizing Marcus Mariota more in certain situations. And um, it's not a knock on Derek Carr. It's just that with how difficult it's been to run the ball for the Raiders, if the Raiders were able to run the ball, if they were imposing their will up front with their offensive line and moving people around and being the team that honestly they imagined themselves being a big, athletic, tough, gritty, moving people offensive line. If they had that going for themselves right now, so much would be different right now. Uh, being able to run the ball consistently and get those you know short-yarded situations and keeping the chains moving and keeping possession of the ball and being able to dictate your terms on the opponent rather than uh, the other way around, I think changes everything. And I don't think you're going to need Marcus Mariota in a situation where the offensive line is taking care of business. There would be no real need other than a, an occasional change up here and now, but they're not doing those things. And when you can't run the ball consistently, when you can't count on getting two yards, when you need two yards for a first down, let alone one yard sometimes. And when your quarterback isn't um, a mobile quarterback, uh, sometimes it's good to try that. At least try that. Get Marcus Mariota uh, out there uh, and let his legs and his arm and the combination of both Uh, see if that is going to be able to lead to a few easy conversions on third down, get Derek back out there uh, and and roll with it. But when you're two of 16 on third downs, as they have been for these last two weeks, there's no excuse for not trying something different. And I don't put this on Derek Carr. He's not built that way. That's not the type of quarterback uh, he is. And mark my word, you can win with a quarterback that doesn't run. But you have to have everything else in place in order to uh, mitigate that or negate that. You don't need it if you're able to just impose your will up front uh, and then use that to open up the passing game, which is what the Raiders have been predicated on uh, for as long as John Gruden has been here. And that's what the goal and objective was. But they're not getting that up front. And as a result, they're going to have to try to do something different, I think, especially in those third and short situations. Really appreciate the call, Raider, uh, uh, Central Valley Raider. Back out to the Raider Nation listener line. Raider 914 is on the line. How you doing, Raider 914? Hey, Vinny Bond, what do you say? I'm good, brother. I'm good. How are you? Well, uh, my observations have um, 
come to a uh, conclusion after one drive. I always supported Carr. I always stuck up for him, and I always said, you cannot give this guy a fair assessment until you give him a pro defense. And our defense, Gus Bradley figured something out this year, and our defense is uh, twice as good, maybe three times as good as it's been in the last 20 years. Agreed. So, so when we get when we recover a fumble, and we start a drive on the nine in 2021, and we go three and out, I don't need to see any more. I'm not just talking about that one drive. It's been coming to a head for me. This is my opinion. But in 2021, the whole league is geared to throw the ball, complete the pass. Look, you know, sometimes you get a flag. You move the ball up and down the field. Carr has lost. When I say he's playing scared, I don't mean he's scared to get hit. Nobody in the pro pro sports and pro NFL goes through all those levels of football in this game. He's not scared to get hit, but he's terrified nah. out there because he has no confidence in himself, the game plan, the coaches, or anybody else on the field with him. If you get the ball on the nine-yard line and you don't throw the ball three times in the end, what is that, 20 feet? If you can't throw the ball 20 feet into the end zone, there is major, major issues. In this year, this year 2021, if you don't throw the ball up and down the field, you're doing something wrong. And we couldn't even do it from the nine-yard line. I've always supported Carr. Mariota's not the answer. He's not a starting quarterback. He's good to come in once in a while. He's definitely sexy with his legs. We all know that. But he can't carry a team for 17 games. Carr has lost all his confidence. The rugs thing was just weighed way too heavy on him. It wasn't Gruden. Gruden had a little to do with it, but we saw what he did. After Gruden left, he played more free than he's ever played in his whole pro career. Yeah, uh, I hear you. And, um, you know, I, I replacing Derek Carr is a or, or not whether, you know, making that decision is a decision, you know, for, for down the road. Uh, right now, the Raiders got to figure out a way to win uh, enough football games to get the playoffs. And the uh, the the opportunities are there. There's enough games left on their schedule to make the playoffs, but they have to get uh, it together in a hurry and figuring out ways to maximize um, your opportunities should include tapping into Marcus Mariota in a very troublesome spot right now uh, on those third down situations. You can't live in the NFL successfully at two of 16 on, or two of 17 on third down uh, conversions. You just can't. It's a recipe for disaster. We're going to go back out to our good friend Q Myers, who's uh, chilling over uh, at the Oyo, getting ready for a Monday night football game, uh, and I'm sure there's Raider fans uh, that are uh, trying to not necessarily drown their sorrows. <laughs> we won't call it that, uh, but but they're trying to find answers and solutions, as are the Raiders. I guarantee you, I just left the facility uh, at Henderson. They are locked up, hold up uh, uh, queue uh, in Henderson, trying to come up so, uh, for some uh, solutions. And, you know, the thing is, it's not for a lack of want. It's not for a lack of uh, ingenuity. It's not for a lack of fight. Uh, I, all of those, that's just cliches. The Raiders are working uh, their you-know-what off to get this thing right. The problem is execution. And I, I, I know that that might sound cliche or simplistic, but Q, you've been watching the same thing I have. The execution, especially in critical times, just has not been there. 
No, it really hasn't. It hasn't been there at all, and that's the big problem, you know, and they've had multiple opportunities, you know. They've had the – you know, they've had the, the, the turnover from the defense, getting them into the red zone and not being able to get into the end zone. They've had time on the clock at the end of halves to try to get some points on the board. They've had the ball, you know, third and seven on the 50-yard line with an opportunity to go and get some points and not do it. I mean, execution, execution, execution is the biggest question, and that's why I asked in the media session today with Rich Basaccia, the problems that you're seeing, not the problems that we're asking you about, but the problems that you're seeing, are they correctable? And he said he'd like to think so. But that doesn't mean yes. That just means that he'd like to think so. So that was something that I, I really took away. Like, okay, that tells you all you need to know. He's almost challenging, in my opinion, through the media. And I know John Gruden used to do this really well as well. Used to challenge his team through the media by saying something and knowing that we're going to go back and talk about it. That was something that stood out to me from the, the media session earlier today. And Q, how hard is it to just not do some of the things that we've been talking about? How hard is it really for Yannick Ngakwe to pull up right there? How right. hard is it for Solomon Thomas not to jump off sides? How hard is it for Alex Leatherwood to hold his water on a fourth and one situation and not right. move? How hard is that? That shouldn't be that hard, Q. And that's why I think you're right that uh, Rich was kind of challenging them. I don't know. Maybe they can, maybe they can't. He didn't say that quite exactly, but in a lot of ways he did. And it's putting uh, an onus on these guys to – you know, get your act together in a way that makes this a little bit easier so they're not fighting against themselves, including the opponent. Right, exactly. And Derek Carr said it last night. You know, he said, hey, it's discipline. You asked him the question about discipline. He said, yeah, you're exactly right. It's about discipline. If you don't have discipline in your life, you're not going to have discipline on the football field. I thought that that was telling as well. There was a lot that I took away from uh, last night's media sessions and today's media session that we haven't had that tone. We haven't heard those kind of um, answers at all this year and now when the blank starts to hit the fan you can start to feel it and I think these guys are feeling it I think they're pressing a little bit too because they're feeling it so there's a lot that goes into this man it's it's they got a lot of work to do in a very short amount of time I I agree and but I do think it could help and I'm not predicting or saying I know that you know Q and I sometimes get you know uh uh uh, not attacked but people come after us you said hey man we're (laughs) just passing along our observations all right (laughs) Right. so we have no control over it I'd like to think and I almost I have a weird feeling that it might but being able to get out of town go to Dallas and playing in a game that a lot of people don't think that they're going to win it's it's almost carefree you could go out there and just play a little bit more relaxed rather than with the weight of the world on your shoulders and cue it feels like that's how they've been playing those kind of silly little mistakes sometimes happen because you're pressing a little bit too much it's not a lack of discipline necessarily but i mean it does come down to discipline because you just can't do it but you know what i'm saying like it's almost like they're pressing a little bit too yeah, no, absolutely. I, I use that word as well, pressing, man. It feels like that you see them at moments that they're pressing, that they're not, uh, you know, clicking. They're not playing with that free mind mind that they had earlier in the year uh, when Rich Basaccia took over, when Josh Jacobs said everyone's loose on the sideline. I don't see them loose on the sideline. I see them kind of pressing. I see them kind of feeling it like, hey, man, uh, that possession just went away and we didn't score any points. We better do it right now or else we're in trouble. You know, it's, it's almost one of those where, oh, damn, we got to get it done, we got to get it done, and they're just – they're not getting it done, and that's what happens, man. Confident, you start to lose confidence uh, when when things aren't clicking the way that you're expecting it to click. You start to lose confidence. Once you let doubt in the door, it's yep. hard to kick, get it out. It, yep. it just is. Yep. All right, Q, tell everyone what uh, what's going down at the uh, at the uh, oil right now. Well, right now we're giving away some T-shirts. We got a couple of fine gentlemen that rolled in with their Raider hats on and Raider football T-shirts on and a Raider jacket. No, it's not a Raider jacket. That's a that's a Blackhawks jacket. I see you. I, I think that's a Blackhawks jacket, or else that's like a oh, it's a size. Yeah. That, <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not even going to attempt to say that word, but it's all good. <laughs> anyway, we're here having a good time, man. We're giving out surprises. We're looking. We're waiting for uh, Tampa Bay and the Giants to take on the uh, take on each other in Monday Night Football action. Uh, we have a lot going on here. We're just like I said. Ha- come on by. It's Monday night, man. And, and you know, get that ugly taste of that game out of your mouth from Sunday. If you want to just come on by, hang out. You know, talk shop a little bit. We'll do that. Danny's here. I'm here. And you, all we're waiting on is you. So come on by, hang out with us, and uh, break some bread with us with Raider Nation Radio 920. No one gets you closer to the Las Vegas Raiders. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor. Oh, you know, you put it all on me. It starts with me. And uh, starts with me, ends with me. It'll be my fault until I'm not here, you know. And, uh, you know, that that um, that's how I... That's how I operate, you know. I always look at what I can do. So um, we're out of sync. We're we're not doing good enough on third down. We're not doing um, good enough in the red zone, um, and that's it's it's my fault. You you said in the last two weeks you thought this was different that you were better in terms of a team, more talent. Yeah. That it would not go this way. Yeah, you I still feel that way. I still feel that way. It's that's why it's a little frustrating. Um, but um, I just I just got to be better for us. That's Derek Carr uh, putting it all on his shoulders, right or wrong, and accurate or not. Uh, but he's going to stand up there and he's going to take accountability and, and responsibility. Um, there's no doubt that Derek Carr isn't playing well right now. Um, and the whole thing is off kilter. The whole thing is out of sync. The whole thing is out of rhythm, and um, including the quarterback. You know, I think it's four games with a interception. I think he's got, over the last three games, twice as many, I want to say, um, turnovers as he does touchdown passes. You know, So that's not going to get it done uh, on any level, and he understands that, and he knows that. Uh, so he deserves uh, a lot of blame for this, or some blame for this. But it's not all his fault, and, and I'm not sitting here saying that you know he's the end-all, be-all. I, I never would say that. Um, but you know, there's a team component to football right now. There was a way that this Raiders team was built. Look, here's what I'll say. Derek Carr is the kind of quarterback, and there's plenty of quarterbacks like him. They need things to go well around them. That's not a sin, and it's not, um, you know, uh, a, a, a bad thing. Because there's more than, I don't know, how many people are in the world, Devon? You know, a billion, whatever. I don't know how About many. Seven Let's, billion. Let's say what's seven, that? seven or eight billion, give or take. Okay, so so yeah, there's so there's you know uh, of of the seven or eight billion people on this planet right now. Even when things are going great, there's still only about thirty people <laughs> at any given time, um, if that that can quarterback an NFL football team successfully, even if you have the greatest talent around you, the greatest offensive line, the greatest offensive minds, the greatest running back, the greatest pass receivers, the greatest this, that, that, this, that, that. There's only about 30 people on the face of the earth that can actually do the job, all right, when it's going well. Derek Carr is one of those guys. Don't mistake that. But when things aren't going well, and right now this offensive line um, hasn't been, you know, uh, performing uh, where the Raiders thought it would be at this point in the season, or should be at this point in the season. When you take away uh, a big piece of the puzzle, like a Henry Ruggs, when you don't have a running game to, you know, help offset that, and you don't have an offensive line that's really able to, you know, uh, create a run game or or 
adequately on a consistent basis protect the quarterback. Um, Derek Carr is not going to be able to – he's not built that way to be able to overcome all of that, all right? And that's just the facts of the matter. <clears throat> but I'll say this. You know, it's it's for everyone that wants to move on from Derek Carr, finding a guy that could just do what he does is harder than you think. And I'm not saying that you don't try that. I'm not saying that that's something that the Raiders shouldn't think about, consider, because at some point it's going to happen anyway. You know, it's going to it's inevitable, obviously, at some point maybe sooner rather than later, they're going to have to look to replace Derek Carr. Okay, that's that's inevitable. It happens to everybody. Every All 32 teams have to do that with their quarterback at some point. Tom Brady just had to get replaced too. Now, the Patriots outsmarted everybody and got probably the best quarterback in the draft last year, if we're being honest, uh, in Mac Jones. He's the real deal. And they saw it when other people refused to see it. But that's okay. That's what they do. They're pretty smart. All right? So good for them. But finding the right guy, finding somebody that's going to be able to do what Derek Carr does is, is harder than you think. Now, it's not impossible, obviously. And I think with the right decision makers, uh, with a little bit of luck in the draft, uh, and, and, and all of those types of things, the Raiders will be able to do that. But it's not going to be easy. And if you ask yourself, how can you say that? Well, just why don't you just take a look at what happened in between Rich Gannon, let's say, and <laughs> uh, Derek Carr. I'm not a Raider fan. I didn't follow the Raiders religiously or anything like that. I had my own thing that I was covering and working in Los Angeles and doing my thing, so I wasn't a day-to-day guy watching the Raiders. But I can say, peripherally, I just remember, man, what's going on with the Raiders quarterback? Man, what's going on with the Raiders quarterback? Man, what's going on with the Raiders quarterbacks? It's been a long time since the Raiders had an adequate quarterback. Wow. I don't remember. When was the last time the Raiders had a pretty good quarterback? What? Another, this guy isn't didn't working either. How many quarterbacks have the Raiders had? You know, like, I remember thinking those things. You know, and then along comes Derek Carr, and I'm like, yeah, this guy's pretty good. This guy's probably the best quarterback they've had in a long time. So you do the math on how, many, how long it was in between Rich Gannon and Derek Carr. It's a lot of quarterbacks that came and went. And that's just an indication of why it's not as easy as you think. Let's just blow it up and move on from Derek Carr. Raiders, let's just do that. Okay. And I'm not saying that it's in, in, impossible. That's you. I never look at anything as impossible. You can't. You have to always attack every problem, every objective, every goal, everything that you do in life with the confidence that you're going to get it done. But as all that confidence... All that expertise, all that belief in yourself, all that conviction doesn't guarantee that you're going to immediately, eventually, find a guy that does everything that Derek Carr does, especially not quickly. Now, maybe the Raiders could be fortunate, like the Chargers were, to have a couple of bad seasons, and all of a sudden they're drafting in a place that allowed them to get a Justin Herbert. I don't know if the Chargers outthought anybody. They just happened to have the right draft pick, and you know some other teams were foolish ahead of them and decided against <laughs> drafting Justin uh, Herbert. Maybe they can. Sometimes good luck happens. Absolutely good luck plays a role in it. But just to assume that it's quickly going to happen, I don't know about all that. Devon, are we going up, back out to Q? Oh, 
We aren't Q. I hope you're having a great time uh, over at the O and uh, uh, over at the Oil. By the way, if you're nearby, go check Q Buyers out uh, over at the Oil. The, the football game's coming up. Uh, there's all kinds of other sports, I'm sure, uh, being played. So go check, go say hi to uh, Q Myers over at the Oil. Uh, we'll be back on the other side. I know we got some more calls to get to, and we will get to those. Talk to you guys in just a second. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila and Bajador, Raider Nation Radio 921 on a 920 AM on a Monday. 